I thought I could let that music play all day. <laughs> hey, welcome to another episode of Being Frank Now. I am your host, Frank. It's been a while since we actually done a show. Um, got a million on. A million. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, we're sitting here. <clears throat> listen to this Miami Vice right here. I can see, literally sit back and listen to this all day. But I hope everybody having a good afternoon, a good Sunday afternoon on this November the 1st, 2020. Um, important week coming up it is election week. And um, this is all going around here, especially uh, here in Arizona. We just see it everywhere. I mean, I guarantee everybody across the nation is probably seeing all kind of silly stuff. Um, it's funny seeing the signs that are getting put up. And um, getting um, destroyed. Amelia seen her fair share. I think she was out there maybe um, vandalizing a few. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but it's funny. Though, you already know what I'm talking about. Vandaling, vandalizing signs from both sides. Yeah, that is really too Really confuse everybody. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that is too funny. <laughs> you already know what I'm talking about. Yes. Thank you about oh, my goodness. They've but, had to put up like 10 new signs. <laughs> I just wish I could take a picture of it and post it. But hey, you know, thank you guys for um, joining in and listening to Ben and Frank Now Show. Like I said, it's this beautiful Sunday, November the 1st, 2020. Election Day is coming up pretty soon, but um, I'm ready for the shit to be over with. You know, I am ready to for everything to be over. Um, will we go back to some normality? Because, you know, we're still living in this COVID-type situation we're dealing with. So Let's be real. We want it to be over with, but I think we're just getting started. Yeah, you're right. And that's the sad part, you know. Um, it doesn't matter who wins this week, this nope. upcoming Tuesday. Um, I think we're still going to um, we're still gonna be in some troubling times. And, that is, that, and that's sad, you know. Um, one thing I can sit back and say, 2020 has um, brought a lot of things to the forefront. It has opened my eyes up. I can't speak for Amelia because, you know, She's her own person, and that's the relationship we have. You know, we don't dictate each other feelings or whatever. You know, she thinks for herself, I think for myself, you know, and she's a little bit more reserved. I don't give a damn. I'll say it how I feel, but um, I just feel like 2020 have brought a lot of ugliness out of people, especially on social media. Hell, we were just talking about yesterday we were out and about. I just said, I wish we had one day we could just go punch a person in the face. <laughs> I think I, I say that. I've been saying that a lot lately, haven't you I? You say it all the time. Yeah, like her and I be out driving. And I mean, for your listeners out there, I guarantee you feel like this, especially men. I mean, you know, you'll be just driving along with your spouse or your significant other or just yourself. And you just see somebody just do something so stupid. And you just want to get the car and just whoop their ass. Like, why? <laughs> yeah, and I've been seeing a lot of that lately. And it's just been bothering me. And just, and not road rage, it's just stupidity. But, I just feel, and tell me if I'm wrong, Amelia, that I just feel that we as a society, us, United States-wise, we have got, we have taken a step back. Or has it always been this way? Just I just haven't noticed it. But I just feel like we have taken, like our kindness and compassion for one another have taken a step backwards. Um, I mean, I would agree with you. I think it's kind of, I think we've 
become even more disconnected as a society of being aware of other people and other people's situations and kind of our surroundings. And I think we've kind of just come to a point where everyone puts their head down and only worries about themselves at this point. And um, I don't know if that comes from people being in quarantine with each other or what that looks like, but I think we've, uh, we've definitely, I think we've seen some disconnect in our society of just being aware of others and other situations and, and that kind of stuff. And I think you and I kind of had that conversation a little bit today about, you know, like that's kind of a dog eat dog world right now where you kind of have to be that way and you kind of have to put your head down and do what you got to do for your family. And it's unfortunate, but you know, if you step on somebody along the way, it's not necessarily like an ill attention or you just, you just got to do what you got to do right now. Exactly. And, and I think everybody just feels so disconnected. Like we feel, I know I do. I mean, I know we have like, you know, technology that helps us like see our families and do all of that. But still it's not the same. It's not the same as being able to go and hug somebody or do what you got to do. So I think we've over the last, what has it been eight, nine months have just learned to become disconnected from everything. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And 2020 really have brought a lot of changes, you know, and for me, we can go back to Michael. We talk about off air. We can go back to February, January with the whole Kobe Bryant situation. You know, I mean, let's start there. And that right there, you know, if any event in my life that have really changed me or shook me in the quote unquote celebrity world or whatever you want to call it, I feel like his tragic event along with the others on that plane, I mean, on the helicopter, um, it made me look at things differently and it made me take a step back and how I view my life as a father. Everybody know Kobe Bryant as, um, as a basketball player, you know, and, all his accomplishments and all that, but I didn't look at, you know, I didn't, I didn't care about that. I looked at him as a father, you know, of four beautiful girls and to see that his daughter was on the plane, that she's gone with him. Oops. <laughs> that made me want to, um, hold my daughter even more. And I mean, I'm talking about Bella because she, you know, I have the relationship with her that I'm close with, you know, and, and is I'm dad that I'm Superman her eyes and I feel it. So I know his tragedy to start out 2020 for me. It it opened my eyes up being a better father, you know, and a role model for her because I got to be her Superman. And um, that that hurt me till this day. I still see pictures and stuff, and I see myself and her when I see pictures of him. And I think every father out there probably feel the same way you know they should well but don't you think it's kind of it's kind of ironic that i mean that that happened and then everyone like fathers were posting like oh my god my baby hold your baby's close do all these things and then as a society we were put in a situation where you could literally hold your babies every day and now everyone's just pissed yes i think what that you're and so like and here's the thing is that like, I don't 
through like our conversation right now, I don't want anybody to think that like I'm downplaying COVID or the losses that have happened because it's real. It's happening. People are losing loved ones every single day and it is horrifying and people are losing their homes. People aren't Mm. able to feed their children. Like these things are really happening and I don't want to downplay that by any means. And I know people are overwhelmed. I also want to give tons of credit to parents who are working and being teachers and like holding it together every single day, month after month after month. Because I know there's been days where I haven't, where Bella has been home with me and trying to work and do that at the same time is, is it's overwhelming. Like we just, we have to give ourselves some grace right now and whatever. But I also hear like people continuing to complain about it and I know it's getting old. I know it's hard not seeing your families. I mean, we get it. Like we're out here by ourselves, no family. We've only, you know, we've had a couple of visits, which have been amazing and Mm -hmm. like kind of a breath of fresh air, like to keep us going. But I think, I think it's just so ironic that, that happened and everyone was like, hold your babies close, do what you got to do. And then we are given an opportunity, so to speak, Mm -hmm. to be with our babies every single day and do those things. Mm -hmm. And now we're sick of it. (laughs) Isn't that kind of like, yeah. It's like the flavor of mom. Yeah. It's kind of like we, I think where I'm going with this is like seeing the positive and what's happening right now. And like I said earlier, it's going to get way worse and it gets better. No matter who wins this election, it's going to get ugly. Oh, yeah. And so, which is crazy to me because we were watching the news this morning and there's businesses already boarding up their windows in preparation. Yes, we talked about this. Good Lord, you office. Another conversation had by Frank and Amelia, only had by Amelia. I don't remember talking about that. (laughs) I literally don't remember talking about that. Yes, you were... And I said, isn't it crazy that we are about to hit an election where people have to lock up their businesses because they don't know what's going to happen? Like, that's crazy to me. And so I really think that, like, what I've learned, basically, is that literally we have to take it one day at a time and appreciate every opportunity we've been given. Because, I mean, we both lost jobs out of this situation. We uprooted our lives like we i get that but like i honestly like you know it's just gonna this is just who i am but right now you literally have to put it in the hands of god and say like i trust you and i'm just gonna keep doing what i've got to do and know that you're gonna guide me oh yeah oh yeah you know and um i know a lot of people are fortunate enough like us to be able to rebound like the way we did mm-hmm. you know and and i feel for those you know and mm-hmm. I'm just trying to paint a timeline right now also. So if you hear me get off track, I'm sorry. But I started with Kobe. That was January, in January. Then we went into February. And that was still lingering. Then I start. you start hearing a little bit more about the COVID, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm guilty. I didn't take this shit serious at oh, first. Oh, me either. Somebody <laughs> asked me if I was concerned. And I was like, nope. Yeah. We were. And then we went. And I remember we, I went on vacation because my vacation time. And, um. We went to Florida at the end of February. Did we wear did, did we wear masks on a plane? No, it was when this whole thing was starting to come out, and we drove to Indiana, and we flew out of Indiana, right? Uh-huh, we yeah. flew out of Indiana, and your family was like, "I can't believe you guys are doing this." And we were like, "Oh," because we were both like, "Oh, it's not a big deal. It's fine." Was anybody on a plane wearing masks? Besides, there were people in the airport that had masks on, and we didn't but, have one. Damn. No. Mm-mm. Damn. 
damn. Okay, I'm just trying to paint this timeline. My prepared. Okay, so that was March. Okay, and then, you know, people were still, then they were still living their life, life kind of normal, like mm-hmm. you know. And then I said, like I said, the Kobe thing was still lingering in me. And then all of a sudden, we came back from vacation, and then all of a sudden, I just started feeling the weirdness about mm-hmm. how society, not society, but how the COVID was starting to spread, and um how jobs are starting to take a hit especially in my line of work um how industries and all this stuff are slowing down and all of a sudden i got to call in april and i'm like okay whatever you know and you know how we are we're like all right shit happens all right let's go ahead and move <laughs> <laughs> let's go somewhere where we can get the most bang for our buck because minnesota was not it and we left and came to arizona which was probably the smartest thing we did and we we arrived here May first, May first week of May. First week of May because we stopped it. Yeah, and then COVID was picking. It was oh, it. COVID was up and running. Yeah, it was up and running. When we drove here, we wore masks when we went to the bathroom in the gas station. Yes, yes, we yes. Had gloves for the pumps and okay. It was a real thing. Then. And that was May, and then all of a sudden, while we were here, all we, while we were here, we got here middle of, uh, first week of May. That's when it. That's when George Floyd happened. Mm-hmm. We just left Minnesota, mm-hmm. and that's when that happened. And um, <clears throat> what's crazy about that is, um, um, <laughs> what's crazy about the George Floyd? And let me ask you this, Amelia: Is that did it bring people together or did it divide people? How you feel about that? Because I felt like, remember, I told you I said white people were being alternately nice nice is that a word <laughs> alterly today it is. i don't know where the hell i got that word from i don't know i'm sitting here watching green bay play and yeah um but people became very nice white folks you know and some of my friends reached out to me and i'm gonna put them out there greg my buddy greg luke and he been down with me since man since 90 early night 91 good friend 92 good friend and he reached out to me. And I was like, hey, bro, you don't have to, you know? Because I know where his heart was. He didn't have to prove nothing to me. But as I sit here right now, November the 1st, though, Amelia, honestly, of all my white friends and, um, yeah, all my white friends, I probably have the most respect for him because he actually mm-hmm. took the time to reach me. And he didn't have to. You know what I'm saying? He reached me. And I thought about it today. I'm like, man, why did he do that? And then that told me that he was concerned. He cared. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think that, I mean, not that he wasn't, like, checking on you. But I think, like, I had posted that, like, the reality of it, of that, like, we drove down that street. I w- worked on that street. Oh, yeah, yeah you sure did. Like, yeah. that could have been us. Yes, and so, yes. And... I, I, I'm not saying that Greg wasn't concerned because I agree. I think Greg's heart is completely in the right place, and like he was truly checking on you as a person and yeah. whatever. Um, but I don't, I don't know that it brought us together. And I'm not right. I hear you. I, that's what you're asking. Is I don't. I think, think it's it's, di- it's divided people even yes. more. Yes. Yes. And there's still writing going on, and there's still oh, like. Yeah, you're right all these horrible things going on and we're not getting to the heart of the problem, which is the heart. 
Like, it's basically come down to, and I don't want to, like, talk politics, and I don't want to talk race, and I don't want right, to do yeah, all yeah. of that, but, like, I want to talk about people, humans. Yes, that's yes, exactly. Like, we are failing. Yes, we are. We are failing so bad. We are not concerned about each other. We are not worried about, like, how events are affecting our loved ones. We are not, like, just calling to say, hey, are you doing okay? And I get that people are wrapped up in what's going in their own home right now. But in reality, like, this stuff is going to start trickling mm-hmm. into everybody's home. And I know I've had conversations with people where I'm like, you know, I don't expect people to get it. But, like, our life is literally defined by this, like, almost all of the time. And that has to do with us living where we live and doing all of that because we have to be somewhere where we feel safe. Mm-hmm. Where we feel that if we drive down the road, even if I'm in the car with you or Bella's in the car with you, that something bad's not going to happen just because of your presence. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. And I don't know how we help educate people in that way because... You can't help those that don't want to be educated. You know what I'm saying? You know what, I'm saying? What, what, what I mean by this? But I also posted that, is that like when I when the George Floyd thing happened, I said, if, this, if you don't feel like this is affecting you, it is because it's affecting people that you love, which is us. But you got people out there, you still have people out there that look like, that look at this like... Oh well, they should have been in the spot they were in, or they always look for an excuse. Well, if it if it happened to him, well, this happened before to such and such, and they make no big deal about it. Blah blah blah. I mean, I see so much, so much people on social media making excuses for the littlest things. Yeah, it's it's bad. I mean, I would love to name the five idiots out in the north in a Terhoe. It's so bad, and and like there's one female. And then there's the four or five dudes north part of Turho that always, always got an excuse for the behavior of black people. And like, what I'm saying, they always excuse like, well, this wouldn't have happened if he didn't do this and didn't do yeah, that. No, oh my goodness. I'm like, shut the, f- I want to say shut up. You know, I'm so, I'm hard, I'm biting my tongue right now not to say their names, you know, but it pisses me off though, because if you just stop, and look for a second and just just have a little compassion yeah you know just have a little freaking compassion well i want to know like here's my thing is that like i feel like the 2020 as much as it has been like oh my goodness what else can happen i feel like it was like the ultimate test for us to come together yes, in humanity and, we and we're failing And I feel like it just shows, like, how ignorant people can be and how selfish people can be. And I just, I can't wrap my head around, I can't wrap my head around it. Like, my brain doesn't work that way. Like, I don't understand. Like, yeah, we've got stuff going on and everyone has their own struggles and I get that. But, like, where's the community Where's the togetherness? Where's the, like, let me hold your hand, brother, and help you get through this. Exactly. And I, I'm going to go back on the way I was raised and my, like, raised in the church and my beliefs and all of that, of that, like, if we had more believers in this world, 
this would not be happening. Like, I think we have a lot of people who are walking around be like, Oh yeah, I believe, but your actions speak louder than your words. Exactly. It's just not happening right now. You read about that. It's just, that's scary. It's super scary. You know, and, um, I think we've gotten so far away from true values and belief, like morals and all that stuff that like, we just don't. We just don't give a crap about anybody anymore. Right, and and that and that. I mean, let me you know get back on where I was going with this. This was May when all this was going on. You know, with George Floyd and his things that were happening. No, I'm just I'm just building this timeline. You know, and June come around. Another incident happened, didn't it? Oh my gosh, there's another incident that happened. Everybody was just. I remember we were watching CNN. It's like they were burning every effing week. Every I mean, every effing day there was something going on. Something else happened though. Um, Breonna Taylor happened, right? Yeah, the Breonna Taylor. Yes. No, I'm sorry. I think hers happened first at George Floyd. I'm sorry if if I'm wrong. I mean, my mistake. But um, it just seemed there was always something happened, and we were at odds with each other, blacks and whites. And then what the the um, election really started kicking in you know starting in what may june july august whatever and now here we are two days out from election COVID is really not dying off i mean it's like it's picking up but um i read i read the article a couple days ago when what um it's just a lot of hate going on right now you know i'm just trying to use my words carefully right now but there's a lot of hate going on right now, especially with just recent events with the Joe Biden bus. We were just talking to the old man about out there at the park with the bus on um, I-35 in Texas was going to get ran off the road by a bunch of Trump supporters. I mean, we can't have that, you know. Like, we're literally to a point where we're just out hurting each other. Exactly. Exactly. And like, it's like a mini civil war. Uh huh. And now you like, see where I'm going with that. This is insane. Yep. This is insanity. Like yep. people I, are mad at each other right now. I mean, I had a friend tell me. He told me he told his relative who he voted for, and she got mad, and they got mad at each other. And like, seriously, family are getting mad for who they're voting for. Oh, I have family who. Or like this brought out the true colors of like yeah. my family and like who they really are and <laughs> and I think like I can I don't want to make it like a political thing but like we like we are literally like it feels like the world has or the United States has been given permission to just be terrible to yes. each other like yes it feels like you have permission to hurt people you have permission to like attack people. Like, we're running cars off the road. Are yes. you kidding me? Like, that bus contains people's family members, exactly. loved ones, exactly. um, support systems. Exactly. Like, who are you to make the decision to attempt to hurt those people? Like, yes. that's what's crazy to me. And I think you can take that in so many different contexts. Like, who are you? To judge somebody by the color of their skin. Mm-hmm. Who are you to judge what somebody chooses to do with their family during COVID? Mm-hmm. Who are you to judge somebody according to what they want to do politically? Like, this is the United States. You vote for who you want to vote for. Just make sure you vote. Exactly. Like, do what you got to do. 
but stop hurting other people to get it done. Yes. Yes. That is insanity. Yes. Exactly. You're right. You're right. We are in a mini civil war with each other. Families have been broken over political views. Over something that like people could have really come together yeah. and like rallied together and truly done great things for each other. Yeah. And we're falling apart yeah. at the seams rapidly. Yeah. We have leadership in office right now. I'm sorry. That has not brought us together at all. And I'll say that again. We have leadership in office that has not brought us together at all. It has done nothing but divide us. People are fighting with one another. But what do you expect from, what does the society expect? So it's like this. It's like if you ran a business okay. and your CEO is just like all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like every day you come to work. <laughs> I've actually had a job like this. You go to work. You never know what's going to happen with your boss. You never know what mood they're going to be in. Mm. You never know if what you're doing is right or wrong. Cause yesterday it was right, but today it might be wrong. You never know where you stand with those people. Like that's literally what's happening right now. And companies like that aren't going to make it. No. Right. You're right. You're right. Like something has to change. So I don't know what that something is. I mean, I did my part. I voted. I did what I could at this point. And I mean, our voice is also one other way. You know, like this podcast is another way of us being like, people, we got to get it together. Mm-hmm. But I mean, think of you, if you ran a business like that, you would have pure chaos. You wouldn't have a good employees. People would be fighting with each other. Like it trickles down from the top. And that's what's happening with our country right now is our leadership is so out of control that the rest of the United States has permission to be out of control. That's crazy. That makes some damn good sense. I anything about that. And it's like who's running an asylum right now? Yeah. Yeah. The inmates. Yep. So I asked you this then. Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Hell, this time next week. Mm-hmm. Where, are we, where are we sitting at as a society, as people? Where, where, what, 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 what is the plan? You know? I know I want me as a as a as a husband and father and whatever. That's my two main objectives right now. My my two most important things right now is being a husband and a father. I'm gonna get, get, I'm gonna get up and go to work and continue to support and provide. You know, and um, do what I got to do. But outside of that, though, like. But here's the thing is that the people who aren't focusing on that and the people who aren't focusing on like, I'm going to vote, I'm going to do my part and I can trust what's going on above me. Like that makes it unsafe for us. Yes, exactly. That makes it. So let's pretend, let's pretend that the COVID thing, like the COVID didn't exist right now, but all the other stuff did the racism, the rioting, all of that kind of stuff right now. And it's an election year, whatever. Like, it's to the point where I don't feel safe taking my daughter out in public unless you're with us. Right. Like that's where we are. Like we don't take Bella anywhere anyway because right. of COVID. But like in reality, right. Like I don't feel safe and that's crazy to me. Like I never thought in a million years I would think I don't feel safe not only because 
Like if something happens, like I know that you can help protect us, Mm -hmm. but also because our child is biracial Mm -hmm. and I'm a white mom. So like what position does that put me in with my safety and my children if this goes bad and people are just given permission to do whatever they want to whoever they want. And that might sound really dramatic, but that's a reality. Sure is. It sure is. That is a reality. And do I feel like that here? No, I don't feel like I feel very safe here. Yeah, Pima County. Think, yeah, it's feel, different. Yeah, it's feel, people don't understand. I like heard, I've never like since we've moved here, I've never felt like somebody has side eyed me. No, I've never felt like like I've never felt any of that. So I don't want people to think that like if people are listening from Arizona, that I right. feel that way. It's beautiful. Yeah, people. It's, it's, we talk about this all the time. It's yeah. a different feel. It's a different vibe. Yeah, I but love I it. think it's crazy that there are people in this world that are going to have to think about. Like, where does this leave me in the safety of my children? Right. Because there are states with biracial children and all these other things going on where people might not feel as safe as I do. You're right. You're right. Like, rural, rural America. It's just. Florida. I'm just saying, keeping it real. I'm just being real. So I think. I don't know what happens after Tuesday. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know. Like. Because even if the COVID thing wasn't going on and everything else was, like, I don't know how safe I feel. And there have been people, we've had conversations with people at the park that are like, go stock up on your stuff because you're not going to want to go out after the election. Man, it got me messed up. I got to eat me some chicken. <laughs> Fuck what they got to say. We're going to have to start raising chickens. For real. I wish they would tell me <laughs> I can't go out and get no damn chicken. But Hell. I think we just need to really think about those things and, like, how scary this truly could get. It is. It's really scary, you know. And um, and it doesn't matter who wins. No. Like there's gonna be something. Oh yeah, people. Excuse me. Uh, no matter who wins this election. Oh yeah, people are always gonna be complaining and arguing. You know what I'm saying? But let's keep it real. Let's call a spade what it is. If 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 Biden win, man, wait, shit about to hit the fan. Shit's gonna hit the fan. You know, his his Kool Aid drinkers out there are gonna hit the fan. And don't get me wrong though. I mean. I'm not all, I mean, there's something that Trump did good. For me, career-wise, I'd love to have Trump another four years. No doubt about it. My career equals providing for my family. You know, and, and, and give us stability and build that foundation that I want to build for my girls, you know. But um, for like a society and, and, and um, what, happiness and Maybe some um, some some um, type of stability. I mean, I might look the other way. So um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just kind of um, I'm kinda, I'm kind of really interested to see what happened Tuesday. I never been so interested in a damn election before in my life. Mm-hmm. Even when um, Clinton Hillary was running, I didn't vote for her. I voted for Trump. But just keep it real. But at the same time, because it was just fact that just you know something different. But um, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. So um, I don't know. And let me go back. I mean, let me go back to touching on what I said. Um, of all the white friends I have, I respect Greg the most. No, I mean, and that's just no. That's no disrespect to any of my other Caucasian friends out there. But it's the fact that you know, I got close with Robert. You know, I've been knowing Prisco since I was in, man, middle school. You know what I'm saying? But I've gained the utmost respect for him. So that's what I'm saying. This whole COVID thing 
everybody talking about oh, I'm isolated. There's nothing to do. And I, I'm lost and confused, which I understand. But to me, it opened new doors up with friendship for me. You know, it really yeah. did. And Robert, I, I got to give him big props, too, you know, because that guy is like we talk offline. I tell Melia every time, like I'm in awe of him, you know, like I never been the one been starstruck over any celebrity or anything, but I've always been starstruck on brains, smartness. And Robert is like, I'm like, what the hell, dude? You know, I'm just like, I mean, I'm, I'm pr- pretty proud. I know that you do, man. But he's been real. And he's been genuine. And um, I love hearing him speak. I love hearing him talk. I mean, he just is full of wisdom. And I'm and I'm grateful for to have the chance to actually, you know, converse with him throughout this process. Ever since we started, um, I don't call it iPod, but podcast. <laughs> and, um, but, you know, him, Greg, them two, they spoke up. And we, I wish we had more of them in the world. I really do. I really do. But um, there's still some good people out there. Oh, absolutely there. I just wish they will not be shy and just come, just step up, you know, just step up. I think people are scared to step up because of the intimidation by a certain group, you know? You know, when you, when you said you wanted to do this and you were like, just things that we've learned in 2020, I think, um, at the end of the day, I've grown a lot Mm -hmm. and I think I can thank you for that. Of Like, just trust me. I've got this. We've got this. Let's do this. Yeah. Um, and I think moving to Arizona was one of the biggest, um, growing moments for me, but I also think that, um, it's really just made me like realize like what's important. Yes. Like, yes. What I need to do and what needs to happen. And like, just making sure like being, I think I've always been pretty good about being aware of like what other people are going through, but then also just being even more aware and kind of just letting things go Mm -hmm. and like understanding that like, (laughs) If your living room is a complete disaster, it means that your child had a fun day. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> which I'm sitting here staring at an oh. entire library of books <laughs> sprawled across my house. But I think it's just a matter of like letting go of all those little things that don't matter and just really paying attention to the things that do and appreciate the people who are there for you and being there for others and be that, that support system for somebody else and, I mean, there's always going to be things that bother us and there's always going to be those things because we're human. Mm -hmm. But I think at the end of the day, it's just kind of like, you know, like I said, like I had texted you the other day and I don't know if you got it or not, but like I was just sitting here like working and watching the news and it's like all these families with Christmas coming up and they are not going to be able to provide for their children. And like, you know, people are getting evicted right before the holidays Mm -hmm. and like all these things are happening. And I'm like, you know, we can't go home yeah. for Christmas. So what can we do in our local community to help others out? Like, what can we do to help those that like have been hit by this way harder than us, you know, so, right. like donating or volunteering or doing something like that? Because in, at the end of the day, it's those actions that are going to make what's happening in our world better. Right. Yeah. So you're right. You are so right about that. Yeah. I don't know. 
I just like I'm not the protesting type. I'm not the no. one that's like out there like, hey, let's do this. But like, I think just really just like focusing on our community and like focusing on what's near to us and like just what can we do to make that better? It'll eventually spread. Yes, like a virus. Like the oh shit, yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> let's spread different viruses. No shit. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that'll be, oh, man. We want to do that. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, I was wanting to do this quick show today just to basically talk about now, you know, and where we've been and how things been and what's going on. And um, I don't know. Tuesday going to be interesting, you know, and if you listen to the show tonight, I would like to do a podcast. Um Monday night, or tomorrow night, or Tuesday before the election. Oh, Aaron, I'm just so sorry. I watched this. This game is good. <laughs> I would like to just do this. I would like to do a show, though. Seriously, Tuesday before the podcast. If anybody interested, please send me a message on um, Facebook. You know, send on my personal page or on a Ben Frank Now page. Hit me up. Let me know what you think, you know, um, post ele- or pre election. Because. Something's going to change. I don't know what, but something's going to change. Something has to change. We can't live like this. Yeah. So let me guess. We have a new president by Tuesday morning or Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Is COVID over that Thursday? No. (laughs) But I think the way COVID is handled is differently. And I think, and I think, I mean, in reality, I mean, I don't want, again, I don't want to get into political stuff. Oh, of course. But let's be real. Like, when you, when your leadership, so if you had a company mm-hmm. that was telling you that it was okay to constantly take money out of the petty cash and do all these other things, mm-hmm. you're going to have chaos. You're going to have unruly, like, you're just, when you have leadership that's not showing you the right way to do things or to keep others safe, what do we expect? Exactly. So, I mean, you and I talk about it all the time, the mask debacle. Mm-hmm. Like, is it inconvenient? Yes. Is it hot? Yes. I can't breathe in mine because I'm pregnant and fat and <laughs> it's cutting off my air. But I do believe that it is helping. So I'm going to wear my mask. Like, right. we have to come together. We have to, like, have leadership that's going to help guide us in the right direction and listen to the people who are the experts in what they do for a living and do it like all of that stuff. Like that has to happen. Yes. It has to, it doesn't matter who's the president right now. Like I don't care if it's Trump or you or me or whoever, it's not a personal thing against Trump. It's about the United States needs a leader that's going to do what's in the best interest of the people. Mm. And understand that people are people and people have struggles and people have things that they have to get done with the support of their government. Yes. But there are people out there that's hungry, like you said. There's children. We have 6 million extra children in the United States right now starving that are not getting enough to eat. That's insane. Lord only knows how many children right now are at home Mm. when school was their safe haven. Like this has to stop. It's craziness. 
the CPS cases are going up like crazy because children are going back to school and people are realizing what was happening the entire time they were home. Like, we can't have this. That's nuts. We have elderly people who can't hug their loved ones. Like, this is insane. When you have old people rioting outside their nursing home saying, I'd rather die from COVID mm. than loneliness, we have a problem in our, we have a problem in our country. Like, let me have the disease. Just let me squeeze my grandbabies. That's crazy. Yeah. It's out of control. Well, I can't follow that up, you know, so. Hey, we appreciate you listening. Seriously, we 41 minutes in. Um, I can't complain, you know. That's, you summed it up right there. It has to change. Something has to change. I don't care who the leader is. It just has to change. Change, change, change. And we have to change. Yes, we do. Our hearts have to change. We're so angry and so disconnected from each other that we like are. it's just it's 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 terrifying. Yep. Sure is. Hey, hug your loved ones, you know. I'm about to go in here and um give my little boo, Bella Boo, a big hug. She's in her sleep. You better not just sleeping. I know. That that's, that's my baby right You there. don't wake that beast. <laughs> but hey, guys, you know, if you have a loved one, squeeze them. Squeeze them really tight. Look them in their eyes. Tell them how much you really, how much they really mean to you. And um, kiss them on the forehead. You know, think about the Kobe Bryant moment when you heard the news. You know, as a father, as a protector, as a provider, just think about that. See how you will feel. So, go ahead. You have something. Well, and I think the people, the, the passion that people felt when that happened, needs to come back. Yes. Like there were so many people that like were just like, oh my god, my babies and my blah blah blah, and we need to be together and we need to do all these things. Well, I know that there's there's a situation right now that's keeping us from being together, but that doesn't mean it, like our hearts can't be there. Exactly. So, compassion, mm-hmm. heart, feelings, emotions. That's all. We're losing them rapidly. Yes, we are. Well, hey, we appreciate you guys listening in. Um, I know people are still listening. We're averaging like 21 downloads every other day of listeners. That's so, crazy. Yeah, I haven't put nothing to really talk about too much, but um, just waiting for the news to create itself. But we appreciate you guys. You know, we're all family here. If you might want to do a podcast, holler at me. You know, um, my work schedule is Monday through Friday right now, which I really hate, but it is what it is. Because I'm weekends off. I mean, I really don't do. Oh my gosh, look at that rain! Yeah, we're oh, sitting. We're where sitting, are those poor saps? That's in Cleveland. We're oh. sitting watching the football. Yeah, uh, but um, we love you guys. You know, y'all be and sunny and too sunny. Don't rub it in. <laughs> yeah, it is. But um, hey, you guys be safe. Have a good one. Love one another. Um. Just always, just always do right. Be good to one another, and like I said, if you want to get on, say something. Holler at me. It's Ben Frank now show. I am Frank. I am Amelia. We love you guys. Till next time. Be safe, and we out.